0: I'm Emma Kenney, I'm a psychologist and a broadcaster.
1: What a day for a daydream. Now, Emma, I have to say, I'm a little bit concerned that we're conducting this interview now because in nine minutes, apparently, I'm going to be zoning out, aren't I? This is the
0: perfect time. You're probably just going to get me in that (laughs) little bit of time before you completely go away with the fairies. That's right. This is because
1: apparently 11.20 is, on average, the time Brits are going to start daydreaming. So before we, before we come to that, just tell me then, what do you think, what are we classifying as daydreaming here?
0: Well, daydreaming is kind of broken down into different facets, if I'm really honest. So daydreaming can be nostalgic... So nostalgia is where we look back to the past, we provoke something that makes us feel good or bad, usually good 70% of the time, and we kind of use it as a trigger to remind ourselves of good times. So it might be seeing a toy from the past or smelling a scent that reminds us of our grandma. It takes us back, it transports us, that elevates mood. The second side of it is hope. When we daydream, we actually feel really hopeful because we think about potential. And then on top of that, it's all about allowing ourselves the freedom to untethered. And that's what the mind does when we feel daydreams occurring and we allow ourselves to escape to those portholes wherever they take us. They allow us to just take time away from the here and now and transport ourselves to a world in our wo- in our brain. So that is kind of a triad of reasoning behind why we feel good when we have daydreams and why it's good for us.
1: So that's the, that's the thing is everything you just said there is very positive. So it kind of makes me think, well, why do we often consider
0: it as being a bad thing? Well, I mean, one of the things that kind of obviously this research has been done by Travel Republic and that's because one of the things that's significant is that most people dream about escaping to hotter climates but there's a difference between daydreaming about let's say booking a holiday or like I do winning the lottery (laughs) and you just think about it and it makes you feel good than the other side of it which is when people maybe daydream because they want to escape permanently from something like a job they hate but they don't listen to that instinct so they kind of get stuck and don't feel happy. Now that's negative daydreaming for us there because we're not using him productively and I suppose the other side of negativity that some people might feel about daydreaming is when I saw the Travel Republic kind of statistic and it said people were daydreaming for three hours at work there was a bit (laughs) of me that was like really? But then I worked it out and I was thinking yeah lunch hour breaks chatting with your colleagues about holidays actually all of a sudden that daydreaming doesn't have to be monolithic it doesn't just have to be you you can daydream to some degree with other people so suddenly I'm thinking actually on a daily basis I probably daydream more you know I definitely daydream for a good hour before I go to bed I don't have any TV on or anything before I go to bed so I always just sit with my thoughts kind of do a bit of mindful practice but usually I am definitely on holiday in my head (laughs) usually after the lottery win if I'm completely honest so (laughs) see
1: that, that makes a lot of sense to me, But the, pro- the problem with that, I suppose, is that those times then we are at the end of the day, although we're thinking about sometimes lovely things, hopefully, it yes. is being distracted, isn't it? And really, yes. especially if you're at work, I mean, employers are now going to start wandering around everyone's desks at 20 past 11 and sort of, you know, giving them a tap on the head saying, get back to it, aren't they? Because you're not focusing
0: on what you're doing, though, at the end of the day, are you? Well, what's interesting about research regarding our ability to be productive is when you look at Sweden and now New Zealand and soon to be Canada, they're operating the six hour day, you can work longer. But if you do, you essentially will get paid more or you'll get more holidays. And um, Some people can also have a Friday off. And they're doing that on the same wages. And the reason for that is the research indicates that the six-hour day allows people to be highly productive, very happy, and not feel stressed. So, i.e., you get more out of them in less time. So, the three hours that maybe you're spending at your desk daydreaming isn't being unproductive. It's being usually creative in a different way yes you might not be directly doing a task but thinking about things will often mean that you don't feel as dissatisfied at work so there are some really good reasons why it's okay to daydream. and also people like facebook google the big internet providers etc they create space for people to go and think you don't have to have an excuse you just as long as your job's getting done they're not interested how you're doing it as long as you're doing it to your best in your know, best ability so i think that our fear about people taking time out of work to daydream is much bigger than the reality of its impact i think you'll actually find that if you allow your staff to be imaginative to be creative to be curious that's what human beings are then they'll get the best out of them yeah because at the end of the day it's making you
1: happier isn't it i suppose and that's what it's all about because it does seem like a lot of what we're talking about a lot of what we are dreaming about it's almost that sort of you know the grass is always greener syndrome isn't it it's that idea that oh do you know what it'd be so lovely if i was somewhere else right now whereas actually there's also a lot going on um in the media at the minute about um trying to promote that notion of just being happy with your lot you know and actually just being happy where you are so presumably if we reach that kind of level and you mentioned mindfulness that's one of those ways of do it isn't it exactly if if we
0: got to that point then maybe actually would, would that stop us daydreaming quite so much I think that daydreams are broken down into different things so if like you're talking about you're just miserable and all you're doing is daydreaming to try and get away you should actually be listening to your brain saying hey Time for a change, let's get strategic, let's plan some new goals, let's maybe apply for a different job, let's switch up our life. That's one level. So the only way you're ever gonna be productive in that situation is by really thinking about changing the way that you are expressing your life. So that's one way you could use that time effectively to move forward. When it comes down to being grateful, which is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So actually looking at your life and thinking like, how blessed am I? That's a really positive way to live. So I work with people in therapy and I ask them every single day, no matter who they are, what the condition, I want you to write two things that you're grateful for every single day and one thing that you struggled with but you learnt from because that helps you to practice gratitude, notice the little things and be happier with who you are and what you have, that's very important, however I think the tenacity and the just natural inclination of humans as adventurers, we've always been adventurers, there will always be a part of us that wants to have something a little bit different and so I am really happy in my life, you do a job clearly that you've worked hard for, it's hard to get the kind of job you have, you've managed it because you've stuck to your goals when it comes down to happy people i think that and content people i should say really more than happy because happiness is a byproduct of our contentment so being content i'm content i love my life i love what i do but i am thrilled that i've got my two-week holiday booked in august even though it's dead ordinary the fact that i've got something that i've made real and I'm grateful for the fact I can just manage to afford it and my kids and my family and my mum and dad are going to be there. I really feel that those kind of daydreams that you can make into a reality are healthy. So yeah I mean I literally went on a holiday generator yesterday and changed from Furcha Ventura to Cyprus because I always go the same place. So the other thing I would say about happiness and daydreaming and making ourselves feel good as humans is push your boundaries, just a little bit of adventure, even if you are happy in your life, you're grateful for what you've got. You should always be challenging yourself, always. New goals, new opportunities, new inspirations. That's what makes humans really feel vital and happy.
1: Oh, I love it. I feel vital and happy now. That was amazing, (laughs) Emma. (laughs) So (laughs) I guess
0: guess at the end of the day, then, if we are finding
1: ourselves daydreaming, it's maybe acknowledging if we're going a little bit on the more negative side and trying to turn it into something a bit more positive, and that might be a good thing to do.
0: Absolutely so if you are going on a spiral where you're being negative there's obvious things like look at a beautiful scenery of a beach because genuinely those kind of things can help elevate our mood and we've got imagery to use it however if you're struggling with that think about the moment that you remember that you were the most content and allow your brain to travel back to that moment and really volumize that image and volumize the feelings around it and like I said you know that whole position of 11.20 being the time where most people are starting to daydream, if you are thinking, I want to book a break, I want to do those kind of things, just think about making it a reality. Don't stay stuck. Nobody should ever stay stuck. Being stuck is a choice, but there are so many options now that we don't need to be stuck. Love it. Well, I'm going to go and start daydreaming for Fuerteventura yeah, now. Yeah, i a the holiday it's... generator. Honestly, I go to Fuerteventura every... <laughs> every year, right? And yesterday, I went on the holiday generator on Travel Republic. And it told me Cyprus and I booked it and I've had three people today tell me that's the best thing I could have done because it's amazing. Oh, so I love it. So I'm saying is, maybe it's Cyprus for you too. Thanks Say very yes, much, Emma. Take care. Have bye. a lovely holiday. I'm lost in a daydream
1: Dream about my bundle of joy